Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. This podcast helps you discover wealth is more than just money. It consists of several empowering components that make up wealth in your personal and business life. Now, here's your host, Paul Lawrence Van. Hello, hello, everyone. This is your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy podcast. And as you know, I have a goal set to provide 52 free money coaching sessions to people who enter to win and the person who enters to win enters to win a free 30 minute coaching session with wah that would be me so hey i'm glad that you could be with me and we're looking at week nine now week nine i have 52 weeks in total so i'm progressing and moving right along and what i'm doing this particular week is to provide uh some uh questions that were provided to me. And I'm going to share a couple of them with you so that you can get an idea of what steps that you can take. Don't forget our mantra at Wealth Building Academy, and it's wealth is more than just money. And so uh, one of the questions uh, that was provided by one of our wonderful listeners and followers is the following. And the question is, I get to the end of the week or end of two weeks uh, when the individual is working and they're getting down to their last few dimes, if you will, in terms of uh, being able to pay for the essential, such as housing, apartment, mortgage, uh, also in terms of the healthcare, food, et cetera. And so the question uh, that the individual is asking that what can they do, what other kind of steps can they take uh, to be able to bridge the gap? And to me, this particular question really talks to uh, looking at some other options or alternatives in terms of making money. So I would recommend and suggest a a side hustle or being able to maybe uh, write a uh, course or build a website Uh, perhaps uh, get with one of the uh, particular car companies uh, like Lyft or Uber and uh, maybe uh, make a little bit of extra money on the weekends. And if there's more than one person in the household, a spouse, that they would do the same as well and maybe alternate uh, and maybe do uh, some shift work whereby if you have children, you'll still be able to take care of them as you're getting this behind you. But the number one goal in order to come to to the best result is to get those uh, bills paid down, get that debt paid down, because that's really the driving factor behind everything. We know that uh, utilities are going to be about average every month. Let's say if you have um, electricity, you have gas, let's say you have water as part of your utility uh, foundation. And so if you know you have, you're gonna be paying about uh, 200 to 250 uh, per month, then you wanna be able to set aside some money for that. And then if you have the uh, medical expenses or medical that you continue to pay your medical bill in addition to your dental, And that uh, once we get those bills out of the way, if they're used, especially for the medical, then uh, you're going to be on your way because that's not a recurring uh, type of debt. 
And then you want to look at that housing, of course, that's utmost important, especially in this pandemic, uh, to be able to be inside and not out in the crowd and, and uh, having to go to a, a hotel or anything like that, which is even more expensive. So I would say uh, get that uh, the roof over your head first, uh, because there's nothing worse than being homeless, but be, be, be homeless in a pandemic is, is, is twice as bad. It's like double jeopardy, if you ask me. And so we want to make sure we lock down that apartment. And if we can get some of these evictions to be slowed down based on the local, state, and federal government. And I've noticed in the area that I'm in in Maryland, they're starting to open up some apartment buildings that they refurbished and they're putting people in there so that they won't be homeless or in case someone gets evicted from the apartment that they have been paying. And, and so that's very important. And then we know we have uh, food struggles that people can't afford to purchase food. And so that's definitely one of the uh, most important things because no one can work uh, if they don't have the nourishment. And I was watching television the other day where a young, young girl, uh, she, uh, she just started crying and uh, the news reporter there and they said, well, why are you crying? She said, I'm crying because I'm hungry. In other words, the parents couldn't afford to buy any food. And so the young girl, she was uh, trying to concentrate doing her homework, but she couldn't do it. And so we definitely have to have that, that uh, lodging and that food, uh, those two things definitely taken care of and then having that health care, uh, because without that, if something happens, then um, you definitely uh, have to go to the doctor or hospital. If you don't have money, that makes it even tougher. So to answer the question, uh, side hustles can take many, many ways. It could be delivering food to people, to the house. Uh, it could be like Grubhub, and uh, as an, another example, or it could be doing chores. If you do painting or uh, if you are cleaning out someone's yard or cleaning out the garage, there are a lot of different ways in which you can make uh, some money and, uh, and, and definitely get paid and, and then actually do the work. And you could, in some cases, some people even started a business from uh, starting out that way, but it's those things that people really need. And uh, there's always someone who's available uh, for service to be hired to do that work. And so that was question number one, which I thought is a great question because many and many of people are struggling today. There's a lot of anxiety, stress, and even depression that's coming behind the number one uh, challenge that people are facing, and that's the financial and money issues, because no one can live off a, a stimulus check nor an unemployment check. It's just not feasible. So the hours have been cut back. And even though some people are working remote, you're still going to drive some expenses, but not as many, especially because you don't have that commute. Uh, but you have to have some power on so that you can use your computer for virtual meetings and 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 making connections and and other and even more so it's very important uh, that we have that side gig so for the person who asked this question and you know who you are uh, that is my response to that particular question so the next uh, issue uh, that someone brought up a concern it has to do with getting their house in order meaning uh, they're looking at uh, putting together a financial plan. And so to me, a financial plan really answers the, the, the big questions and the big issues, very similar to the 
question the person just previously uh, asked uh, as they provided the question to me. And when we put together that financial plan, it's nothing that's what we would call uh, this uh, out unworldly. It's simply, uh, you can get a, a, a piece of paper or a little notebook and you know exactly how much you spend because you have receipts from when you go to the grocery store and you have receipts from the utility companies and you have receipts uh, from when you uh, are paying for, uh, say, cable vision or streaming service, phone bill, cell phone, wh whatever you happen to have. Any expenses for children? Um, write all of that down. Write every bit of it down. Don't leave out anything because if nothing else, you can be honest with yourself and, and just say, self, <laughs> that's how I do it. Self, look, we, we're gonna have to really take this serious now. Uh, we need to write down everything uh, that we have an expense for. And we're gonna have to write down all the debts we have. We're gonna pull out those credit card receipts and or call them and ask them exactly uh, what the balances are on these cards. Also, we want to look at what the interest rate is on those cars because we may very well not pay the lowest bill, but we may pay the bill or debt that has the largest interest rate on it. So, for example, if you have an interest rate of any, anything above 15%, and that's expensive, uh, you want to pay that bill off first because you'll be paying less interest over the course of, of that uh, repayment. And then uh, just work your way through the list. And if you can't pay at all, and remember, uh, everyone has a different situation here with this pandemic. And even if we didn't have it, everyone has a different situation. Everyone is not in debt. Uh, everyone doesn't use credit cards. So there are many, many uh, different ways in which we can approach this, but we can, uh, and we know without a fact, if we're waiting for a check or some money to come in from someone or somewhere, it takes forever. But one thing that never takes forever is what? Those bills, <laughs> those credit card bills come in, those utility uh, bills come in, it's almost like it's every day. And you're looking around like, uh, no way. And here it comes again, homeowners association fees, if you have them. Uh, we have, uh, if you have a gas card to purchase from uh, one of the gas stations, or uh, you can very well have, uh, let's say American Express, any, any one of those cards. And you wanna just sit down, map out, put down exactly all the credit card bills you have, uh, any uh, utility bills, uh, the mortgage, whatever it may be, and write it all down and come up with a sum total from a monthly standpoint. And then look at which one you're gonna attack first from the standpoint of paying off that debt because that's going to uh, really give you some breathing room. And we all know that had everyone had a um, emergency fund set aside or major savings account set aside, that it would be uh, paying off handsomely today because it just simply puts less stress on you. And so uh, for the person who asked this question in regards to uh, how they can get their finances under control, you first must come up to the decision yourself as an individual. Then you want to bring your family in as a part of it so we can get these uh, spending habits uh, under control. And uh, we have to stay off television with some of the 
shopping networks out there, stay away from it. <laughs> hey, if nothing else, go to the library and get your book if they're open and get your book. It doesn't cost a dime. And uh, just find some other modes of, um, of entertainment until you can get everything situated. So I would say come up with a, a financial plan, look at what assets you have. And if you happen to have some assets out there uh, that you can use to, to pay things off in cash, the better it is. Or you could just, if you're in a position where you're still working as a remote employee, then you can double up on your payment. Let's say, for example, on a car payment, or you can even put in an extra one or two payments on your mortgage that will also drive down uh, the cost of that uh, the balance on that loan, putting more of that extra money on the principal side of things, which which is uh, you'll end up paying less for interest over time and cut some years out as well. So um, that's what I have for the second uh, question that came in. And then the third question that came in, and I actually I have even more than that, but I'm not going to I review all of them this week. I'm just going to, I typically like to stick to one or two. Sometimes I might go to three. And uh, if I have uh, Dr. Askia Davis Sr. with me, then we, we go over it in depth in terms of investing and real estate stocks and pensions. But uh, the third question that came in was, you know, what am I going to do uh, with my child who is going to be a senior next year? And, uh, they want to go to college. Well, I think even before the pandemic started, that was in motion, meaning that if you had a education plan set aside for your child, for example, a 529 plan, and you've paid that which for your child since they were in kindergarten, then you're in good shape. And then you can also apply for some scholarships, apply for some grants. And we're trying to stay away from that uh, student loan environment where you'd be paying back uh, three times more than what you even pay to attend each year. And so we want to stay out of that arena. But the key uh, for this is to stay the course, talk to a, 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 a one of these school uh, university representatives. They come out to the college fairs. That would be a really great way uh, two approaches as well, because uh, they have really an inside track on what the schools are looking for and will help your child to qualify and not only qualify, but uh, there'll be some grants for them as well. So um, those were the three questions and they're all really great. And I think it's just so important that we really pay really close attention to our personal relationship with the money that we earn, whether we are retirees, whether we are entrepreneurs, whether we uh, also uh, have dis disability. You know, I have a lot of military friends who are 100% disabled, so they have income coming in. So we all want to take good care of those hard earned dollars because we just never know when we need them. And then we also need to plan for the long run anyway. Uh, when we ultimately hit retirement. And even though we're retired, it doesn't mean that the expenses go away. You just simply will have fewer because you're not really in that mode of commuting, commuting every day. And you don't really have to purchase as many uh, clothes to wear uh, to the office, whether it's a uniform or if it's a suit or dress, what have you. And so there are many trade-offs that, that go with it. 
But I just wanted to share this uh, week nine of Enter to Win Money Coaching uh, with me, host and money coach Paul Lawrence Van. I'll learn more about this and you'll see the episodes at the following uh, address. And that's uh, www.wealthacademypodcast.com and just simply look for Enter to Win a Money Coaching Session and you'll be able to see each session. And right now, this is week nine, and uh, you'll be able to see that and uh, be able to listen to uh, the different episodes. I, I do sometimes uh, with, with bringing in the, the winners, the weekly winner, to talk to them about it. And then I do solo episodes, and then I bring on uh, financial experts also to talk about it which I think is a, a really a great way to do it as well. So um, I look forward to the next episode uh, on the money coaching and for you to go out there and to apply. And you can do so at www.wealthacademyprograms.com forward slash enter E-N-T-E-R dash two T-O dash W-I-N and go out and rate and review this episode as well because we have listeners from about 34 countries. We just went over our 100th uh, episode and uh, it's, the, the podcast is just getting bigger and better. And I'm just glad to be a part of it and it would not be possible without you all the listeners. So go out there on Apple Podcasts. That's where we normally have it rate and review. Uh, just please provide me with a five-star rating. It really helps in my categories, which is entrepreneurship, business, as well as in the wellness area, because I provide some mindfulness uh, coaching as well. So have a great day. I'll see you on the next episode and may the rest of your week be good to you. This is the host, Paul Lawrence Van. Coach Paul Thank Lawrence Van. Have a great day, everyone. You will find Goodbye. the show notes for links to everything that was mentioned. You will find the show notes on my landing page. Subscribe to the Wealth Academy podcast. Rate or review the podcast on iTunes. 